What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. It is Monday, and I will admit that before this podcast, um, I was feeling a little edgy, a little pissed off. Yeah, why? Yeah, because you know, you know, I need my tabs la, for a podcast, right? Yes, yes. And Correct. just before, fifteen minutes before, I restarted my. Apple uh, MacBook because it wasn't detecting my headphones and then it just went into an auto update which I've been <laughs> delaying for the longest fucking time and then I see it it says 24 minutes 30 minutes 24 minutes 18 minutes and it was 15 minutes to the time of recording this podcast uh. so, so you that feel, really pissed me off you, do you, you feel like naked what? without your tabs and everything do you feel naked yes yes <laughs> I need my tabs man and you know what pissed me off even more when what? you call me and I explain to you and you're like no no it's your fault because there's always a choice to update it is, uh, it's true. Uh, there's, a, there's always a not now or later okay. option. No, I've been I've been doing that for damn long already. Uh. Today, I swear there was no choice. Oh, there was, rise, unless I have to go into the settings. Rise <laughs> of the what, machines. What? Uh, rise of the machines. Must be the AI. Uh. No, Must be Carousel because AI. I, it restarted. Then you see that little stupid progress bar. Then I was like, fuck this. I restarted again and then it went straight to the progress bar. Unless there's some setting deep down where I have to give them uh, like indicate that I want control over when to update or not because I've been seeing that little thing that pops up on the top right and I keep mm. saying install tomorrow later 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 yeah. but today yeah so now I don't have as many tabs open as I would like yeah and probably your, your, I'm guessing your laptop performance will also go down after this as well no is, why usually the, the as, as they update the OS um, uh. the older hardware usually is uh, finds it harder to deal with the new OS lah and that's why stuff starts slowing down. That's why you can, I mean, you can, you could use an iPhone 4 today if you wanted to, but it's just going to be so slow with all the new OS no, updates but the, and all that. Yeah, correct. No, it's an iPhone 4, that it reach, it'll reach a point where it cannot update to the later mm. I, uh, OSs. Correct, and that's correct, how correct. Apple just tells you to fuck off and get their own, their new yeah, yeah, shit. Correct, like. correct. Yep, yep. <sighs> yeah, yeah, so now I have only five tabs open now. <laughs> I can't deal with this, man. Yeah. What the hell? And you can't use oh, your phone. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but but never mind. We still the show still needs to go on. <laughs> the show still needs to go on. Evernote okay, can die yes. and and all this can happen. But the show still <laughs> the needs song, to go on. The sh- Correct. The show goes on. Yes. Yeah. We've all been through so, this before. So, like, I think Harish has the the one time he migrated from Evernote. That was like also a very very painful breakup in your life, right? Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking Evernote since two thousand and nine. I've been such a decent like like voracious supporter, no? Yeah. Then they go and fuck things up. Yeah, yeah. Ah. That's why, ah. I mean, that's the pros and cons of cataloging every aspect of your life. La. That's what happens. La. Yeah, I will still not change that. I still will. <laughs> and I'm still a browser. Okay, I will need my tabs. Yeah. So, can you imagine if both of us don't have tabs? The next time I say, okay, so Terrence, what was the timeline? What was the chronology of things that happened? We oh, just yeah. sit there and be like, I don't know. No, we'll, we'll, I don't okay, know. let's pull it up and just talk through it. La. Okay, so what do you know? Oh, let's read this. Ooh, oh, it's okay. We got we to keep efficient. We yeah. got to keep efficient. This is not a live stream where they come with us as we discover stuff. That's why we spent well. four minutes. Know. That's why we spent four minutes <laughs> bitching about your your broken <laughs> your broken processes. <laughs> not my broken processes. Uh. But yes, I'm, I'm, I, that, that helped. That run helped. And I'm back back in the game. Okay. And, back uh, in the game. And the one thing that you need to do every time you're <sighs> back in the game. <laughs> yeah, like, if you like this podcast and it's made you happy at some point, just subscribe and follow us. Like. You know, but honestly, the <laughs> I think on the Reddit, a lot of people jumped up and said, hey, we are listening to the podcast and and yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, it's it's we, we enjoy it, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's just nice that people actually responded to us saying that, hey, how can Reddit like so dead? Huh? Oh shit, speaking of which, I just pulled up the Reddit and we have 1K members. Oh, seriously, Holy we crossed shit. it. Yeah. Woo-hoo. We crossed it. Celebrate. 1K members on our subreddit. Fuck yeah. yeah, man. We might be a failing YouTube channel, but we are a fucking booming subreddit yeah. pers- entity. Yeah. Yes. Well, cool. That's good. Not bad. Well, yeah. It's nice that yeah, right. yeah. now now you look at it, it says 1.0K members. 1.0K. <laughs> yes. Cool. All right. On to the show and the first topic, which is what, Mr. I don't have tabs, Terrence. Uh, in the Straits Times a day ago, news came up that ex-NMP Vishwa Sadasivan, who was the centre of the controversy in, involving the uh, sexual harassment allegations by Sharu Chana and, mm. and subsequently the, the involvement of AWARE in the, the issue, 
he has apparently stepped down from the NUS Alumni Advisory Board. Um, that, that's mm. the headline of Straits Times. Uh, but if you go to today, uh, it, it's a bit more it's a bit more pointed. Today's headline is NUS terminates projects with ex-NMP Vishwa in light of sexual harassment allegations. And then on CNA, it's NUS stops all projects with ex-NMP Vishwa following sexual harassment allegations. So you see how the... So you see how the Straits Times has a much more tame headline compared to the other two, lah, right? XNMP yes, yeah. steps down from NUS Alumni Advisory Board. Oh no, but there is another NUS uh, Straits Times article that says NUS stops all projects with XNMP. Uh, was that today or what? Uh, this was February 21. No, no that's in was the yesterday. Today, Manga. Oh no, wait, wait, Straits Times. Oh, I see, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Oh, sorry, Straits Times. Ah, uh, uh, Straits Times. Fake uh, <laughs> fucking news. Ah, Straits Times headline. And US stops all projects. Speculator. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Okay. It's very good. Ready to shit already. Very good for calling, calling me out <laughs> on my selective highlighting of the, the That's headlines. That's why. That's um, why. But yeah, so this is a continuation of something that we've discussed, I think, at nauseum. Uh, over mm. two podcasts already. Um, mm. But I, I guess now we're starting to see real effects of the allegations against him. Lah. It means uh, uh, NUS, because I think NUS uh, probably has some business or something to do with him, some commercial contracts or something. Because yeah, I mean, uh, he's on the board, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's on the board. He's on the advisory 15 board. 15 yeah. years. The and alumni everything. advisory board. Yeah, so um, uh, I, I guess it's a... Uh, it's not not a small thing, lah. Given that it's a you know it's NUS and it's a big role and everything, but um, Vishal himself actually came out and said that he was very disappointed with the way, um, the university handled it, lah. And do you know why? Hmm. Um. I think it's just I mean because of the allegations, lah. No, he. I think he's just uh, actually he was very specific. He said that he was very. Um, he didn't like the way that they announced it publicly and and talked about it, um, in an email to the to, to the alumni network lah. When when basically he thought that it should have been could have and should have been just a private matter of him stepping down from mm. the advisory board. So um, so I think today newspaper contacted him and he said he was disappointed with the way NUS has chosen to publicize and promote the matter. And he also denied the woman's allegations of sexual harassment, adding that it was at most inappropriate conduct. So to be which, specific, which article is that? Uh, the which today article ar- that? the today article. So oh, okay. So the today article, I mean, they also quote NUS uh, saying that in an email to on that they sent on Saturday, they sent an email um, mm. on Saturday to the alumni, um, saying that university does not condone any behavior or action that is disrespectful and disparaging of individuals regardless of ethnicity, gender, religion, or age. Said NUS in the mm. email. And, uh, mm. and they clarified that the Inconvenient Questions series was between a collaboration between Strategic Moves, which was run by Mr. Vishwa, and the NUSS, National University of Singapore Society, a graduate club and registered society, which is a separate and independent entity from the university. So, mm. so they, they they basically point out that inconvenient questions they have no actual relation with, but they do not clarify what projects they actually have with Mister Vishwala, and uh, mm. but when pressed on that, the NUS spokesman said they do not have any further details to share. Yeah, mm. this was this was like a day after Mister Viswa himself had a Facebook post on apologizing la, as in a statement la, a statement. Yes, yes, right, yes, yeah, and, and what did he context- say in the statement though? The context was, yeah, it concerns the allegations of Ms. Sharul Chana and Ms. Kiran Kandade. Um, so for Kiran, he apologized pri- privately over email, not via social media, because he is, he said, and I quote, I do not believe that issues such as this can have ever be resolved effectively on social media. And that if she chooses to post his apology, he will respect that. And then he recapped what happened with Ms. Uh, Sharul Chana, that he emailed her minutes after finding out she was upset by the statement. Um... And then he reiterated his apology to her. And then he also called out aware for mischaracterizing his remarks. La, because mm. he still does not accept the allegations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he pointed out that, you know, they at no point did they um, consider his point of view or 
uh, uh, the fact that it can't just be the impact on the victim that is seen as the sole determiner of whether or not it's sexual harassment mm. uh, without taking into account intent, context and all that. Yeah, correct, correct. So, so he posted that. Then there was the news. Then, then Aware also posted something on... I think oh, when was their the, latest post? The day after, right? Was the day it? after, correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. If so you go to Aware's Facebook, they will have uh that statement out there in the open. Yeah, correct. And it was quite a lengthy statement that that uh, picked apart his claims lah. Mm, correct. Yeah. Do you have that statement? So yes I do. It was on February twentieth. Yes. And then they just talked about um I'm back to my tabbing ways. Mm. Um but they talked about how what the definition of sexual harassment is, they talked about okay where, whether or not the intent is uh, important, and they said it it is uh what do you say? He they don't believe that Wiswa had solid ground for the nine days behavior constituted sexual harassment, um, and they basically yeah went through point by point la. Is there anything in particular that that struck you about that? Um, I think they they kind of explain. Uh, something that was mentioned that was mentioned before, maybe when we interviewed them, that um, Vishwa talking about uh, saying, "Oh, it'd be, it'd be more distracting if you're wearing only that rose." The, mm. Why that constituted um, a sexually coloured statement uh, and sexual harassment to them was because it merely puts an image of um, of the person, the subject. Uh, a naked image of that per- the subject uh, in front of everyone. Uh, in front of everyone mm. that she's meeting for the first time in a professional setting. Mm. So, uh, so just to quote them verbatim. Uh, um, in the instant, oh, the comment had the following impact. That Vishal was essentially telling Sharul that he was imagining her without clothes, wearing just a rose, exposed and vulnerable. In that instant, surrounded by professionals who had been subject to an image of her naked, Sharu was forcibly reduced to a sex object. The comment was demeaning, disrespectful, and uncalled for. It would have naturally shocked and humiliated her. So, um, mm. yeah, that, that's, I think that's the crux of it. La, that if it forms an image of the person naked in front of everyone else, then it uh, it becomes it, it's an issue. La. Then it, becomes, it constitutes sexual harassment, la, right? That's what they're saying. Mm. What do you think of that? Mm. What do you think of that that clarification? Mm. Hmm. I mean, I, I can I can s- I can see how yeah it would constitute an image. Um, mm. but even then, constituting an image, uh, that's also there are a lot of assumptions there. Um, I know there's this whole thing that everyone has probably heard. Oh, you know, if I ask you to don't think about a white uh pink elephant, what is the first thing you think of? A pink elephant. Correct. Yeah. Right. But when I see this kind of statement, um. It is not like it's hard for me to be like I wholeheartedly agree. Mm. It feels, it feels like there's a lot of assumptions that are made, lah. Yeah, and, and it's not a convincing point. Yeah, when I when I read this statement as well, uh, I mean we've had we've you know, also talked to aware directly and and we know and we've seen you know screenshots of uh, Mr. Vishwas. Um, behavior with Kiran la, which I think is much more pointed and much more like it's outright uh, harassment la, right um, mm. but this one about putting an image in people's heads I'm still grappling with it la, because okay especially because of what you and I do we do a podcast right we interview mm. people let's say someone remotely joins us on interview or first time we're meeting someone in an interview and then the first statement I say is okay and today uh, let's say the person interviewing is is, is it's Harish Jelani. Mr. Harish mm. Jelani is here to bear it all for for everyone to 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 talk about everything he, he knows about. So mm. I've used the figure of speech bear it all, right? Mm. And and bear it all also can mean like, you know, being naked in front of people. And that might have put an image of Harish naked in front of you. Mm. <laughs> Just like mm. me saying that. Um mm. Yeah, so does that constitute a sexual harassment already? There's this, there's, mm, so that's the thing I'm trying to, I'm trying to grapple with. Uh. But but that one also, it's kind of like a different situation because you and I are teammates and business partners and no no yeah I'm saying co-hosts. I'm saying assuming right. uh, no no I'm saying assuming we're talking to someone. Oh, new. I'm the guest. Assuming yeah, you're, I'm you're the guest. guest. Oh, okay. I've never met you before. Uh. First time we're talking, and someone says, to, so let's let's say like you were, 
you're invited on some TV show to talk and then the TV presenter just says, Harish line from Ministry of Funny here to bear it all. You know? Mm. Then would that, I mean, I mean, would that, would that <laughs> constitute sexual harassment? Ayoyo. Ay, uh, honestly, <laughs> I think if that happened to me and I were to post about it on Facebook, there will be a lot of traction that you'll get la, in this day and age. As in attraction uh, supporting um, you? As saying, in I would... Supporting me, supporting me would say that yeah, for that moment I felt I felt vulnerable and I felt naked lah. Yeah, and yeah. confirm people would be like, that's that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. So that's a very tough thing to answer. Okay, so I think I think the one thing that that I took away from the Aware podcast is that for years the 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 balancing point because you know it's always fun to play these thought thought experiments where you do a role reversal and mm. change up the genders and all. Mm. But now the only way I can make sense of, of everything that's happening now with the Me Too movement and feminism um, and the push for, uh, like the almost sometimes aggressive push for that uh, is that for the longest time, it has been going the other way where mm. um, the it has been more chauvinistic at times than it, it uh, and it requires a, a pushback. Like, so it's like a pendulum swinging. Like, so now I think the fact that it's a male saying that to a female as opposed to let's say you saying that to me, right? I think mm. that also factors in. Like, because... Mm. It's it's hard to make it just purely black and white. Um, I think there's a lot more that could go into it, like, Which sounds like I'm agreeing with Visva when he talks about it's not just the impact on the on the victim and all that, like. And that sends me down another whole fucking rabbit hole. No, I thought I thought should it ju- what you're saying is is like what similar to what Aware is saying, right? Is uh, that there's a you you look at the power dynamic? It's always gone in one direction, so. We at this point we should be we shouldn't be asking about the intention. We should just be pushing in the opposite direction already, lah. And just so, making clear but, that but that's, that's not appropriate. That's right. no, but that's where I disagree. That if the if the context and intention is not taken into account, lah. Mm. Um, because I think in this context, yeah, the 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 context and all. I mean, in in this thing, the it was a professional setting. They are not met, and also the context. Yeah, it, it does sound very inappropriate, but mm. I think when they say that it is just the impact that matters without the con- intent and all that, that's or the context, that's where I feel like I disagree with that. La. Oh, okay. So you're saying intent is yeah, still but, is still important. Uh. I mean, I think it at least needs to be a factor. Mm. Um, it's just like a factor in anything, right? It can be an important factor. It can be a totally superficial factor, but it, it still feels like it needs to be a factor. Mm-hmm. Correct, but correct. what what do you think about 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 that? Because that was one of their points, like The second big point was the importance of the perpetrator's intentions. Yeah, um, I think uh, yeah, they 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 pull up uh the the globally accepted standards of what sexual harassment means. The determinant of sexual harassment apparently is whether the victim was offended or distressed by the statement, and whether that response was reasonable. Um, hmm. so intention can come and this is in, in parentheses so it's not as crucial a point but intention can come into play but as a mitigating factor in deciding a perpetrator's punishment so only at a you basically you know, he's guilty already then okay then let's talk about whether you actually had the intention so so the, the I think hmm. what to me what this is saying is that the words you use are the sole other main determinant already lah. You know, it's not about not so much about your intention, but just the choice of words you choose to use, the choice of words um, that you use to talk to someone to describe someone and all that. Um, that needs to be uh, you watched very carefully already lah. You know, regardless of regardless of whether you have any intention to do anything, because if you if you even if you didn't have intention, but you bind to the language that, you know that the the general zeitgeist used to use and everything, the general public used to use, then you're you're reinforcing all of these uh, um, systems uh, this patriarchal system. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I mean, I I guess I guess what what the the way they phrase it sounds a bit um weird because. Yeah, like like just by that paragraph alone, they're saying that as long as someone is offended or distressed, mm. you are guilty, mm. and everything else come into play to decide your punishment, la. I yeah. mean, unless they're also saying that okay, if once we consider all the factors, the punishment is zero and you are innocent, mm. that might be an option. But it doesn't doesn't feel like it, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. So so that's why I was like, mm, okay. I mean, if 
it's one of those things where it sounds like yeah, like they they feel like they don't need to engage with Vishwa that much, lah, right? Mm. Uh, aware as an organization doesn't need to really talk to Vishwa, which I think is um maybe we, uh, I mean just just to even just a, a meetup or a conversation or something to 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 sort of like record down what he actually actually says and everything is is important, lah. But but um, mm. right now everything is taking place on press releases and social media, which I think isn't also isn't so, the best place yeah. to do it, lah. Yeah. So so I guess for all we know, they might be talking uh away from the public eye, but mm. we we are just basing off information that we can have access to, lah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And and I do agree that a gap right now is is some sort of like yeah everything is press release press release. Maybe that's a gap that we gotta fill, man. What? Maybe maybe yeah, we, we should here. we should really try to reach out to Viswa. Yeah, we should we should absolutely. I yeah, we, we should. should. Yeah. Fucking yeah, because because yeah, like I mean, so this is this is where like it just reading this. I feel like okay, we we literally had a way on a podcast a week and a half ago, and mm. I and I really respect the people who had on who we had on, and they're doing great work. They've they've really achieved a lot that needed to be achieved. Yeah. But at this point, it feels like wow. Okay, we are going in different directions totally la, mm, which correct. feels like oh fuck like it then it becomes then there's very clearly two two schools of thought la, mm. uh, two camps and literally if you go to Visfa's uh, Facebook post and you mm. go to Aware's post you will see two very different conversation threads yeah correct, and it's almost correct. like it's two sub groups on Facebook that rarely kind of talk to each other la. yeah I've seen I've seen friends like both posts oh really <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I tell you you go to Viswa's post you go to Viswa's post yeah. and you see who among your friends like, liked it also uh, so so this, it gives you an indication where people's where people's yeah. uh, where people lie la, and I mean their it's a yeah like, it's a proxy la, right it's a proxy yeah, yeah. I mean you can see who who was angry yeah. that's true but you can also see who sent love <laughs> love <laughs> shapes so it's a way you're like huh I didn't yeah. know that about that person. Maybe there's something, something more there, la. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, the the third point from aware was about Visva's comments about the role of social media, la. He said, "I do not believe that issues such as this can ever be resolved effectively on social media." Uh, that I think is a fucking obvious statement, la. Mm-hmm. So this is where they're just like two, uh, people annoyed and. I, again, I don't know whether they've tried to reach out to each other, yeah. but it feels like some sort of conversation could be helpful. Yeah. It feels like they're just releasing one press release uh, in response to each other, like just back and forth, uh, like World War One trench warfare kind of thing. Uh. Just, just, yeah. like, just, just like, just digging into their positions and then lobbying one grenade to each other, one, uh, one after another. Except that, yeah. except that there seems to be real world uh, action, uh, the real world consequences to to these allegations already long. So uh yeah, he lost his position on the board and and, and cut all commercial ties with NUS. Uh, but yeah, so I I'm not sure how this is or how everyone wants it to end. But it will so, it will just keep going on if they don't actually uh if there isn't any resolution besides lobbying press releases. Lah. So I mean right now some say that he he stepped down from the board and some say that NUSS NUS terminate the project so I guess those are two different things like they yeah. terminated all projects with him yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as on the back of that he stepped down yeah yeah. but I mean I'm sure right. the stepping down also is a mutual agreement kind of thing right they're like here's the step would you like to take it <laughs> we strongly <laughs> oh, it advise looks, you to take it yeah <laughs> the weather is a lot better two steps down you know you might yeah. want to give it a go yeah, you yeah, might yeah. give it a go but yeah, you know, I mean, mm. um, it is something mm. to to think about a lot, lah. Because I mean, like in the previous podcast, we talked about David Letterman and how he interviews people, um, and us as well. Mm. We know going forward as we talk to more people, not just from Singapore but from other other walks of life, other other cultures as well. Um, it's important to keep in mind lah, that that what you see as very harmless uh, figure of speeches or or innuendos might not might not be seen as, as so harmless to others and it's, mm. it's just something you have to take note of when you when you talk to people yeah I yeah. mean they did say one thing which which um I do resonate with in the in to a certain extent I can't remember I think I'm going to be paraphrasing but what Aware said I think is if even if someone has no intent and they mm. say something that hurts someone else that still is an issue 
Mm. Um, and and I agree with that to the extent that it doesn't just end there. Like, like, like someone just said, okay, I'm hurt, I'm offended. Um, because then it becomes subjective. Mm. I know within family, there can be a lot of instances like that yeah. um, where someone might say something that doesn't mean anything, but ultimately it hurts someone else. And mm. to me, that's something worth addressing. Yeah. It gets bigger, it gets a lot harder when it's too... Um, strangers who have never met and when feelings can't be quantified. Like, because, mm, you know, mm. on the note that they were saying that um, if you say something that hurts someone else, you're guilty and all mitigating factors come into deciding the punishment. That, in some way, is similar to the differences between, say, manslaughter and murder. Mm, mm. Right? They both result in someone dying. Yeah. Right? But whether or not it's classified as a homicide uh, as it has manslaughter, which is the unintentional killing of another person, or murder, mm. where intent is assigned to the killing, it's two different things. Mm. But at the, end of, at the end of the day, someone died, mm. and now we are deciding what that person should be punished for. Yeah. When it comes to feelings and emotions, it's that much harder. So, this is a call out for someone to invent a fucking machine that can quantify feelings and emotions and how much you're offended. <laughs> Think about it. That would solve how many problems in the world? Like so many fucking things. It'll solve relationship just, problems. Like, uh, relationship problems. <laughs> no, First and foremost, no, right? That's lie. what you're this, talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not no, I mean, yeah, this this has been an interesting weekend, alright? Okay. So <laughs> I knew it. You, I, this saw is like therapy, the I saw through the statement straight away. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but seriously, like, you know, now you have these detectors where you stand in front and you can detect your temperature and all that shit. Yeah. Just have something for how hurt you are or what your feeling <laughs> is at that moment. Okay, the world will be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like the dog, the dog collar in up, right? The one that allows the yeah. dog to talk, right? One, you, exactly. You, you get, you'll get your, your significant others to, to wear the collar around the neck. And rather than just keep quiet when they're unhappy, he says, I hey, am very don't... unhappy now. <laughs> Something like that, right? Don't just assume it's significant other, okay? It's oh. not significant other. It's not, okay? It's family not. or friends, anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, but think of it. How much effort is spent this day and age with social media, with all that, with people trying to explain why they feel a certain way? Yeah, Honestly, yeah. can someone just invent that fucking machine? But that's the beauty of human relationships, Harish. It's Shut not so up, easily it's not so easily quantified into tabs and categories and no. Excel spreadsheets, you see. I need some black and white, okay? I can't do with this grey anymore. I need black and white. Life is not black and white, unfortunately. You know, actually, Can actually you imagine you- um the I was just gonna say that the, the the amazing thing is that I think everything you're saying now is super relevant even to our goofy topic later. La. Yes. Yeah. Super yeah. relevant. Yeah. Even, maybe even more super relevant. Super fucking relevant. Yeah. That might yeah. that might actually make you understand the first this serious topic better also, right? Yeah. And I mean I, I like I I think it's super interesting because when you first told me about that the second case, I thought, eh, hey, it sounds can't be that serious, but holy shit, it is serious. And in fact, with regards to this first topic, uh, I mean, it's it like there's almost like I'm I'm curious what's going to happen next. Um, I think on our part, we should definitely reach out to Visva. Yeah, it would be cool if we could just talk to him, and at the end of the day, then we can be like we can be that machine that I want to invent. Yeah, yeah, we can be. <laughs> and that. just say, you know, guys, guys, you have a point there. You don't have a point there. Now both of you, like, just like come together and let's move forward. Kiss, kiss and make up. Oh, wait. You can't say that. You can't <laughs> say that for normal vision. Yeah, you said <laughs> you know, no, Dude, no. you said that? Please. Okay, I, I, I have nothing to do with what Terrence just said. Whoever's listening to this, we are in separate locations it's, right now. It's a figure so of he's speech. On his own. That's my point. It's a figure of speech. Here I am bearing it all for, for everyone and then I'm being criticized for it. It cannot be, right? I was going to make a joke but I held back and I was like, shit, should I say that? Is it too soon? No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, what was the joke? What was the joke? No, I said, don't have such a rosy outlook. La. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's way too soon. Oh, way shit. Too soon. Yeah, I think that's way too soon. Ah, fuck you. you. Now, no, no, dude. You said it's okay. You're in this with me. I'm dragging you down with me. I'm dragging you down with me. No, but, 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 but seriously, I mean, mm. um, yeah, we do feel for everyone involved. That's why we spend so much time talking about this. And and even ourselves, we're still trying to grapple with the topic. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not like Harish said, it's not black and white for us yet. That's why we're here with, yeah. we're here with you sharing with you the fact that even though, you know, you we, we said, 
<coughs> Sorry. I just got emotional there. <laughs> what the fuck? Did that? <laughs> we said it before. They are friends as well, Sharul and 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 uh, Rishi. Yeah. yeah, and we totally uh, we're, we're by their side, But intellectually, we're also trying to unpack everything that's going on and and understand uh, why you know why we still feel hey certain things. I'm not. We're not still not fully convinced and all that yet, lah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a tricky thing. And I mean, I think yeah, just more conversation, mm. regardless of of where it goes, is always helpful for these kind of things. And that's what we will always try and do about these kind of topics. Yeah. Which is why our second topic actually is also very interesting. Um, yes. It's not in Singapore, but it probably it will affect everyone in Singapore, I think, tomorrow onwards. You know why? Why? Tomorrow's the next season? No, tomorrow is the launch of Disney Plus in Singapore. Woohoo! Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Didn't know that, right? Oh, damn. I yeah. didn't know that. No, so, I totally slipped my mind. Yeah, yeah February 23rd. Yeah, so God everyone, uh, if you haven't decided already, like there's always the family, family packs that you can get to share with family. That, that, that you know. Are you gonna you, you you what? You gonna subscribe it? You gonna subscribe? I yes, because I remember I mentioned that the Mandalorian and all these shows are stuff I want to watch, but I don't want to watch them illegally downloaded or what. Yeah. So so yeah, if there yeah. is a better service like a Netflix Netflix esque OTT service that will allow me to watch it, you know, as much as I I. You know, uh, I know we're giving money to the corporate on it, but if uh, it's still legal in some way, then I'd rather go mm. that way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they don't censor. Hopefully, they don't censor it, But I doubt that anything from Disney Plus needs to be censored that heavily, lah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So, are you going to so get the it? second? Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm still so many shows to catch up on. But I mean, you know, like the one thing I learned from watching Game of Thrones so fucking late, right? Is that there is beauty in watching a show together with the 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 society, internet yeah. la, the rest of the, yeah with society la. Yeah, and yeah. I think the Mandalorian for uh, reasons of its merit as well as this latest controversy we are going to dissect yeah. I do want to watch it la. I do want to watch it yeah yeah. but what yeah. is this this incident that we're talking about this incident is news I think that came last week on February 13th mm. that uh, Gina Gina Carano or yep. Serrano Carano, um, who was one of the stars of The Mandalorian and quite a beloved character that she played, right? Mm, mm. Um, has been dropped la, for yeah. her comments on social media over the past few months prior to that. Yeah. It wasn't just one or two comments that, that blew up. Um, it was a series of comments that riled up the internet la, because politically, uh, politi- po- politically, she's a conservative. La. Mm. And she has been quite uh, uh, explicit about making fun of like the the constant reminders to wear masks in California. Um, yeah. I think the one Instagram post that caused the most backlash was when she uh, compared the. I mean, in some way, I would. I don't want to. I want to get it right. She mm. basically made some sort of comparison between being a Jew during the Holocaust and being a Republican right now. Yeah, As in, correct. without looking at it very deep. Like, I think yeah. generally she posted that uh, in during the Holocaust, the Jews were beaten up not just by their Nazis, but by their neighbors and their families as well. Mm-hmm. And it was the F, the uh, consequence of the government kind of shaping society to hate on Jews to the point that everybody hated Jews. Yeah. And now she's saying um, in some way, the way the government is was conducting themselves, uh, was pointing towards people just hating Republicans just because they're Republicans. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, just the first thing, I think, yeah. I think generally people refer to um, them as Jewish people. Uh. The, the oh, Jews is derogatory. Uh, Jews is, yeah, is a that very is old term that was used uh, back in the day like, when they were uh, yeah, facing a lot of persecution and ah, okay, Jewish people. Yeah, you would say a Jew, but now you just say a Jewish person. Yeah, Jewish person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good clarification. Yeah, just put it um, there. So yeah. before you get <laughs> you get cancelled. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. God damn! Yeah. Uh, you couldn't say it sooner, lah. Damn, you couldn't <laughs> cut me off, lah. Fucking you were so asshole. into it. I scared you would lose get get lost in your tabs again. That's why I was like, okay, we'll let him finish us. <laughs> but yeah, so, so then. Um, yeah, she got dropped by Mandalorian, and then she got dropped by her talent agency as well. As well, correct, correct. So basically, she's in yeah. that 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 kind of like uh, 
no man's land already lah, where nobody wants to mm. work with her, nobody wants to represent her, and and she's seems to be bad news for for any entertainment uh franchise or what lah. Um, mm, but mm, but mm. broadly speaking, do you understand why? I mean, because if you actually look at her previous tweets, right, it's about a lot of conspiracy theory stuff about uh voter fraud. You know, uh, the whole Trump mm. voter fraud thing, fake news. It's about uh, even vaccinations. Yeah, vaccinations. Very much. So, so it's all this conspiracy theory shit that that a lot of times we all look at. We're like, ah, this person is just crazy. Uh. Why is it that this tweet in particular? Why do you think this tweet in particular is the one that that uh so called the straw that broke the camel's back, lah? But was it was it the one that broke the camel's back? Is that the most recent one that caused traction? I mean, um, they got a lot of backlash. I'm I'm looking at a Hollywood Reporter article. They said they they quote inside sources saying that they have been looking for a reason to fire her for two months, and today was mm. the final straw lah, which is that that basically that tweet lah. Mm. So why do you uh, think in particular that tweet is uh is so mm. incendiary in the US lah, especially? So, so you mean you and by US you mean the West Coast lah, right? Uh, or anywhere lah, anywhere around. Yeah, I mean, like uh. I think because the fact that she was dropped by Disney, from mm. what I, I understand as an observer and what I uh, have gathered is that um, ent- the entertainment industry especially is very left-leaning. Okay. Right? Uh, and uh, companies like Disney, Google, yeah, they're all super left-leaning. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, la, I, th- I think that's one of the, the biggest reasons for me. La. Mm. And I know... I know because it was targeting Jewish people, this is purely speculative. I also know, or what I've heard is that the Jewish population in the US is very influential. Mm. Yeah. But that, that, that was, so, it's, not, it's not verified, verified right? It's yeah, just, it's not. That's why it's, it's purely hearsay, speculative. So yeah. it could be actually hearsay. also be a stereotype, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And that's why, that's why I, 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 that's not factual or anything. Mm. That was just, when I look at this, I'm thinking, huh, okay. Or when you ask me that question, I'm like, huh. Then of course, those things, uh, are not things that people should take at face value like, because they mm. are stereotypes. Like. Right, correct. Um, but I think yeah. actually, for me, the clearer thing was that, um, I mean, the, the, the Holocaust and, and its effect on the on Jewish people and the Jewish population and everything uh, is, is not something to be, to be laughed at. Like. We're talking about like, I mean, I mean the Holocaust is really horrible. Like. If, if mm. anybody needs anybody, any uh, revision in the history, like Holocaust, we're talking about Millions of people exterminated, la. like like like, like treated as nothing more than six pests million, and, la, yeah, and, yeah, and, ex- yeah. And, and terminated, la. and so it's um, it was really genocide on a really massive level. I uh, there's still, I mean, this is not in like hundreds of years of history. This is still, you know, there are still people who have survived the Holocaust who are still living amongst us, you know. So it, it can still be a very, very sore topic for pe- these people and their families and their communities and their, and, and, and anyone who, who has a family member or someone who has been persecuted or or, or, or suffered through the Holocaust. La. So mm. I think that was the mistake here was that you, it's almost her, her tweet comparing what she's going through as a, because of her political beliefs in the, in the America today um and and then her back the backlash on her social media and stuff like that comparing that to what like uh Jewish people actually went through during the holocaust is at its very core is like super insensitive like, right it almost trivializes mm. the kind of the, the the what the holocaust was and meant to a lot of people and families communities like, around around the world like, right so so I think that mm. was the, the the major issue here. And and that's why uh, it, I find it relevant that what we were discussing earlier that um it it's not so much whether whether her intention was to say something about the Holocaust or whatnot, right? But the point is that people mm. can get offended by what she says already. La. People can get traumatized by what she's by her judging up memories of the Holocaust and things like that. La. Uh, in a very in a very negative way and then and then saying that she this is what it feels like for her, la, you know. Um. Mm. So that's why I think uh, it's the straw that broke the camel's back, where it doesn't really matter what the intent of what you are, you're typing is. It's just that you use the wrong the wrong analogy. Really, this analogy cannot be used to describe what you are going through now, Right? It is a. It's not mm. just an exaggeration. It's just a. It's just a very um, 
it's almost tri- yeah, like I say like it almost trivializes what what uh, pe- survivors of Holocaust went through in all la. So so in that mm. sense, in that sense, it doesn't matter what the intention of what you are are saying or the fact that you're just using it as an analogy. Uh, the fact that yeah, like, just just the f- just bringing it up and then comparing it to what you're going through that trivializes everything, and that's what's uh, unacceptable, la, I think, in this situation for for this for this case. So so that's how mm. that's how I think it relates to what we we're discussing earlier. That it's not so much about the the intention of what the person says, but the fact that this Holocaust already happened, a lot of people died, a lot of people were traumatized by it, a lot of families are broken by it already, and you still want to bring it up and then use it as a trip, as a small analogy and, and everything. It's just it's really off, like, You know, it's, it's not it's not right, lah. And I mean, she also has had a whole about uh, some other posts, kind of. I think literally she said on an Insta story saying that you're more likely to uh, suffer from a violent attack by being Republican than by being of a certain race la, yeah. in the US yeah. today. So yeah. that's where, okay, like, is that really accurate or is that very speculative? But then, but then okay, so, so she's definitely said some stuff that is um, terrible uh, for, for certain demographics of people. Mm. I, I think like... Once you go down the path of okay, how offensive is it? How much people get offended? That's where it gets murky, right? Um, because if you think about it, the the most recent update today was that she sat down for a her first one to one interview with Ben Shapiro, who's quite a prominent right wing political commentator in the US, who himself is Jewish, mm-hmm. and now he's going to be funding a production of for for Gina Carano after she's been dropped by everyone, and he's kind of like. Uh, putting the 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 wind beneath her wings again, like, and mm. and he's Jewish, mm. right? So so I guess the bigger question for me is that is is it is it unfair for Disney to drop her um after she said stuff like that? Because mm. there's as much as the 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 hashtag fire Gina Carano was trending at multiple points over the past few weeks. There was also we love Gina Carano, so she also has a lot of supporters who. I don't like the whole cancel culture thing, like because yeah. some people are saying, yeah, she's a conservative, she's a Republican. Is that is that wrong? Why is she being singled out for having uh, conservative views, like? Mm-hmm. But but I think right. that's where that's where um, probably of all analogies that she could choose to use, she probably used the wrong one, nah. Because uh, mm. I mean, ultimately the Holocaust, like say six million, six million people died, like, You know, so so it's it's one of those things where like. You can't, you can't, you can't dispute the 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 gravity of the whole thing, like, Right? Whereas if it's like, uh, you know, you, I mean, if she made some other kind of analogy, where where I don't know, fewer numbers of people died, or there wasn't in, in people's mainstream consciousness and all that, then maybe she could have gotten but, away with it. But but just I mean, this I, one, I mean, this is like historical genocide like, right in most but I don't know I don't know whether uh, like there's a big enough uh, population who you know the holocaust de- deniers I still yes, I think yes, there yes. has to be a minority like, right uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have no idea how big they are because if they don't even believe in that then for them there's no issue at all oh, yeah, right? yeah, not to but, say not to say but, that but generally, they are part of generally, fan base also yeah but, but generally saying just I'm just saying the Holocaust is like you know, it's 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 known in mainstream, mainstream consciousness mm. as a very 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 dark, very very evil, uh, very very evil period, very very uh, terrifying thing for people that have gone through lah. So so, yeah. so it's yeah, so, just yeah, it's just uh, unfortunate that she used this analogy in, in particular. So, on that note, are you saying that that regardless of whether I mean. I'm not a Holocaust de- denier or anything. I'm just yeah. saying that uh, regardless of whether there are people out there who believe or deny whether it happened, um, the fact that it is in mainstream consciousness, the fact that it is 99.9% accepted as a fucking horrible thing that actually happened. Mm. Do you think Gina Carano did wrong by posting? I mean, you you do, right? Using that sort of analogy, um, uh, regardless of whether to her it makes sense, regardless to whether her yeah. fans think it makes sense as well. I just think it's very insensitive. The insensitive, regardless of... Uh, or what? Uh, whether it's offensive to somebody or what? I just think at, the, at this base so then, it's just very insensitive, la. Yeah. So then, do you think Disney was fair to drop her? Uh, I mean, Disney does what's right for business, and if they felt that she wasn't right for business, because they probably have both left-leaning and right-leaning fans, alright, on the political spectrum. Mm. But they, if they mm. felt like 
she's not important enough that we need to keep her, then I think it's their prerogative too, lah. And like, like it is like she can use social media for what for she wants, but there there are consequences to to putting stuff out, lah. You know, like like airing your views like that, lah. Right. Mm. I mean, like um, Disney, they they apparently when she she mentioned on the Ben Shapiro interview that she was wrongly forwarded an email that was circulating amongst Disney executives, uh, kind of indicating very clearly that they were watching the the hashtag uh, fire Gina Carano. Mm, 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 um, and she also publicly said that, you know, she felt bullied by Disney um, and she knows of many other people who have been bullied. But, I mean, I, I also feel that, um, okay, you want to post stuff on social media, sure, but you need to also be aware of the consequences. Like, and especially if you have a following, I don't, I, I don't think you should be able to post anything you want without having to, to bear any circumstances at all. Like. And like what you said, as much as Disney, they, they created Mickey Mouse and they're all about you know making people laugh and sunshine and all this, they are still a business. Um, and I think in this way, they, they handled it um, in a more targeted fashion, which is a good thing, compared to when they did it with that, who's that fucking uh, James Gunn, famous female comedian? No, no, not James Gunn. Uh, Roseanne. Rose, oh, Roseanne. You know Roseanne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the thing about Roseanne, which was not good, was they cancelled the show. Mm, mm. So that means because of the actions of one person. So so for, for those of you who might not know the context, I think Roseanne Barr, she's one of the, seen as like one of the greatest com- female comedians ever, greatest comedians. Like, um, and she had the one of the highest rated sitcoms in the US up till a few years ago called Roseanne or or something that was yeah. she was definitely the star and the co-creator. But it was, I mean it was named she, after her, right? The the sitcom. Yeah, it was named after her, lah. Yeah. yeah. So she said some stuff on Twitter which didn't go down well and they cancelled the show. Yeah. They fucking cancelled the show within a few hours of that tweet. So even though she said things that, yeah, I, I think you you can't say on Twitter, the un ugly circumstance consequence of that was that everyone else on the show also lost their project la. whereas in this case if it's one person being dropped for stuff that she said which like what like what you said I also agree that okay don't use the fucking analogy of the holocaust to describe what you're feeling uh, right now as a republican no matter how horrible it is yeah. so for her to be dropped I mean I, I mean like okay like if you're a, if you are doing a job and you do something that is not good for the company yeah. you can be fired right, right? Yeah, yeah it's totally normal yeah yeah, so in this case, I mean, I assume that it, this, this one, if um, there was conversations going on, I don't know what transpired between her and the company, but it feels less abrupt than Roseanne where everyone was caught blindsided or the day itself, like, that, okay, mm. the project's done. Yeah. And I think I think they, they there were rumblings that she had been sort of uh, warned or she's been told a couple of times before to, you know, to dial back a little bit on the the political political stuff that she's posting lah, right? Mm. So, Mm-mm. I mean, I, I I don't think she got blindsided so much lah. But but actually, uh, yeah, I, I I did mention his name earlier, so I wanted to just bring that up. I remember James Gunn as well, who did mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy beloved and and you know seen as oh wow, you know it's very inclusive and blah blah and everything. And then subsequently, he got fired by Disney for tweets that he made like 10 years ago uh, that was surfaced by, by you know, uh, more right-leaning uh, supporters. Um, tweets that, that were saying things like, oh, I like it when little boys play with my silly parts or some, or some statements like that. Lah. And, and mm. basically, he was fired for those tweets lah, and uh, from 10 years ago. So that one and then but but then subsequently a year later he was reinstated as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy again la. I think that mm. one is um because yeah la, there, there there definitely was um some insensitivity in, in, in what he was tweeting although it was 10 years ago la, right but mm. it did not it, like like what we were saying earlier it did not go to the spectrum of like uh talking about a mass genocidal event that that affected yeah. millions of people, are, right? So so in yeah, some ways yeah. they can attribute that to uh ten years ago he was a different person. He's grown, he's matured since then and, and it's different. Mm-hmm. La. Whereas whereas like I think what Gina Carano did is to place uh, a very specific image of, of what she's going through next to 
to what Jewish people are going through during the Holocaust and saying that oh I'm I'm like this person here you know, which is uh mm. it's like I mean yeah it's really really uh uncalled for lah. Yeah, and it's hard to even kind of like you know empathize or see her perspective. Yeah, okay, maybe being a Republican really isn't that uh easy right now, yeah. but. I mean the Holocaust, right? Yeah, it is a it was a fucking ridiculous thing, yeah. and to do that just felt like it's unexcusable, Yeah, yeah. But so that but that kind of brings me back to what we were talking earlier about Vishwa and 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 the West thing. Maybe that's what they they mean, lah. In the sense that we all, uh, in the sense that like sexual harassment has been going on for so long, right? That mm. um, that it's not so much about the intent of that that if you really wanted to combat sexual harassment, you would think of ways to not use language. Like what Vishwa used already, like, right? Against Charu. Um, yeah. Do you, you you really sh- you should it's no longer about the intent of what you're saying, but you just need to acknowledge that this has been going on for so long and you you should be more sensitive about what what you say already, like regardless of whether you intended you intended any harassment or anything like that. Like. Yeah, exactly. So so that's where I, so, I think I, I I think I am coming to a better understanding of what uh, what Aware was was saying there, like. You know the, the whether mm. whether the rest her response was reasonable, so so if you say that oh was is the response of the Jewish community getting angry with Gina Carano's tweet is that response reasonable versus like you know um uh, a female comedian uh getting outraged at at uh you know a more more sexual innuendo from a professional setting is that acceptable like, you know so no you're saying that um that that spectrum um is is uh, it's it's on a similar spectrum. Uh. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's oh. a similar spectrum. It's saying that that um maybe because we are men, we to us we don't see the sexual harassment thing as as big a uh, or as long standing a problem as as mm-hmm. women women see it. So so, but now I think I think we all in a in a better understanding that that sexual harassment has been going on, especially in Hollywood and and all these and all these entertainment industries are very very long. And now we all know it since the past five years already, right? So yeah, yeah. so. Uh, as media personalities, as 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 people who interview others, and and you know, are meant to to um meant to help guide the com- general conversations about these topics, right? Uh, maybe mm. there is a there is a need for us to be more sensitive with the kind of language that you use, lah. Acknowledging that yeah. there were these issues before, and 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 we are taking steps to correct correct them, lah. Right. Then going back to the one thing you said last time, like oh. That means blacklist we cannot use anymore. Dark mode cannot. So has your stance on that changed? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, so so that's why talking through this today actually makes me realize. Yeah, um, it it might need to be a proactive step, oh, that you mm. you do you do watch what you say much more carefully than than the average person does, lah. You know what mm. I mean? Because you are it, you are you are a man. You are uh, in a position where you are you know you 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 have a podcast and and, and people listen to the podcast and they base a lot of what their discussions on. Or what they hear from you as well and things like that, lah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so in the yeah, sense, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. what Vishwa is, lah. Vishwa is a very powerful XNMP. He's very connected, and everything. So the way he yeah. talks to people sets the tone for a lot of people and generations after him, lah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and and that kind of like ties in with what we were saying, or what I was saying about Gina Carano. Like, you can't, you want to say anything you want, sure, but um, you need to bear with the consequences like, and the consequences are more often than not proportional to how influential you are be mm. it your number of followers or be it your position in the corporate world like, and yeah. Gina Carano has a fuck ton of followers and she's popular in pop culture mm. uh, Visva has a lot of influence in the more corporate world like, and and yeah so you 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 do have to watch what you say like, and, and be mm. aware of what could go wrong and if you choose not to be aware and then when things catch on and you you say stuff like uh, oh you know um it's it's unfair and all that then you gotta evolve with the times also right i think we said on the podcast with Viswawa like you can't just you say or his cronies can't just say that's how it's all it used to be why can't we do it now mm. no la, things change things evolve yeah. hopefully in a few years time the world would be less polarized i don't know mm. but for now there are certain kind of things that that um that certain perspectives and ways of thinking that are a lot more common than they were. Yeah. You just gotta adapt. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So uh yeah, broadly speaking, uh is this is this self censorship? I mean I don't 
I don't know, man. I don't know whether it's. I yeah, I think to a to a certain extent. Hmm. But I mean, you you also wouldn't. We every day when you wake up and you go to you step out of your door, in some sense you will be self censoring. What you are wearing clothes, you are covering yeah. your discipline. Yeah. You are you won't just walk around scolding vulgarities at anyone who does something that you don't like. You or won't whatever. bear yourself. Uh. Yeah, yeah, you're not. So in some sense you are just. You're, it's, I wouldn't call it self censoring, but it's sort of like like what you say, evolving with the times, uh, Right, like people don't use that kind of language anymore. And you you just choose not to use it. First lah, uh, you just try to be ahead of the curve a little bit lah. Uh. Um, no, actually, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think remember uh, last time also. I uh, like we've always talked about this, like the whole concept of free speech. Like I think over the years, I've come to accept that I don't think there is there is something called free speech, lah. I think you are always if everyone spoke their mind, right? Um, then it it will be a very different place, lah. And and I think the moment you like the moment you spend a bit of time to think about what to say, right? Mm-hmm. You are al- already applying some sort of filter, lah. And I think it's been there for ages. It's just now it's become like a buzzword, you know, no filter, you know, speak your mind, say it as it is, keep it real. Fuck all that shit. Oh, fuck all that shit. No, but, you know, it's true. Like I think I think even comedians should be allowed to joke about anything, um, provided they they can joke about it in a way that is not just punching down. La. Mm-hmm. You know, you the the one of the 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 golden rules of comedy is you always punch up, you don't punch down. Mm. So when comedians say, you know, you should you should be able to joke about anything, I totally agree. But mm. you also want to joke about it in a way that that is not just um yeah, like punching down. I, I guess there's no other way to say it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a very complex topic, but uh, I it feel is. like I feel like I've learned something from from this discussion. Mm, that's mm, cool. Yeah, that's so cool. So, so cool, cool, like, cool. hopefully, and I feel hopefully, calmer than. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, people do. Uh, yeah, just let, let us know your thoughts or so, Because I think it's one of those things where, um, yeah, we will never. I think as a society, we're still evolving to try and to try and uh, accept a lot of different viewpoints from before. It's just that social yeah. media amplifies a lot of everyone's voices. Maybe even. Uh, I mean, is is and it wasn't from a, a a gradual amplification. It's like from zero to hundred and ten level kind mm. of amplification. So it's like suddenly everyone's confronted with a lot of different ideas that probably were already below the surface, but you just never really acknowledged because no one was shouting it out at you. So then now suddenly everyone's shouting at you, and then you're like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm like panicking and stuff lah. So that's why it feels mm-hmm. like it feels a little bit like for 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 everyone who's struggling with this issue. So yeah, don't worry, you're not alone. We're all struggling with it as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, but, yeah. cool. And I feel more calm than I am than than now than at the start of the podcast. And I don't know whether it's because of our conversation or the fact that I'm up to about twenty seven tabs. <laughs> You've managed to open more tabs during yeah, during yeah, the podcast. That, yeah, right? yeah. Why, it's like so comforting. <laughs> with Just, every tab, with every tab I open, I'm like, ha. Ah, yeah, a tab's ah. like a hug. A tab's like a hug. <laughs> <laughs> like a hug. So if you if you happen to chance, if anyone's listening, happening to chance uh, on me on my laptop in public at a cafe or something, and you see like seventy two tabs, right? Just walk away, lah. I just had a bad day. Okay, if you see two tabs. Then you just come say hi, you know, I'll have a chat and all that. Yeah, you're seeking friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> seeking friends. That's true. But, yeah. <laughs> but cool. Um, but yeah, so that cool, brings cool, us cool. to our final segment, which is the one shop thing. Yeah. What have you come across mm. this weekend as your one shop thing? Um, it's, it's, it's not something new, but I also just want to pay homage to this person. Uh, and this person is Erling Haaland. Mm. Do you know Erling Haaland? The Dortmund, uh, the Dortmund for, striker, for, for, la. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's twenty years old. Uh-huh. Um, but he is an insane striker. So I don't know whether everybody listening watches football or not. But you know, uh, Messi, Ronaldo, Mbappe, and those names, mm. uh, definitely you have heard of. And Haaland, he burst onto the scene. I think like two years ago, he went from um Red Red Bull Salzburg, which is an Austrian club, to Borussia Dortmund. Um, and he's just been scoring non-stop. He got injured at the start of the year and then he he's back and his stats are like, what, 43 goals in 40 games. And I think I think it's just so fascinating because you go and like watch one of the, the highlights. I think his most recent game, he scored two. And he is the kind of striker, or at least now where you give him a chance, a half chance, he will make something of it. And it's almost a bit unreal how clinical he is. 
Mm. Like he's not fancy like Messi or Ronaldo. He won't do stepovers. But holy shit, man, he's a he. He's like a machine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's six foot four. He's twenty years old. He's yeah. athletic as fuck. Yeah. And um, do you? He, there's also a, another side of the story which I don't see talked about much often. He's actually the son of Alf Ingerhallen. Does that, that name ring a bell? No. Do you remember the the legendary menu captain uh, Roy Keane who famously kicked a uh, Manchester City player in the knee and almost oh, yeah. en- and ended his career? Yeah, yeah. 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 This oh, guy is that guy's son. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, and Alvin Haaland was quite a, a decent player himself. Uh, he he has come out to say he didn't retire just because of that that, that tackle. Mm-hmm. He had a uh, um, history of issues, but uh, that was what him and Roy Keane became known for at Yaskafa. But this yeah. guy is his son, and just watch the highlights of of this guy. He looks like um like that Dolph Lundgren character in Dolph Rocky. Lundgren. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dolph, what Dolph? North, Dolph, what North Lundgren? Lundgren. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, Dol- Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's insane and like he's scary and he's only twenty. Mm. That's like in army, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you reached that point? And now I, I realize I've reached that point for football already, where I watch the, I watch the matches and then I see the players. I see kids. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Where, where, where? Last time when you were young watching all the way, it always felt like. Oh, you're watching these older people who are who are doing superhuman yeah. feet on the feats on the pitch, and then one day maybe you could, yeah, yeah. you know, in another lifetime you could have been like them, or you might be like them, maybe ten years time. Now I watch, I'm like, I just see kids, uh, you know, yeah. kids who run I'm very fast, a and, like, yeah. a lot of energy. I'm not even, I'm not even dead. I see these kids, and like, you know what? I hope this kid makes it. You know, yeah, I hope yeah. he, he looks like he has a good yeah. head on his shoulders. Exactly, exactly. I hope he does well. He's he's yeah. a young man. He's only, a young man. This is like maybe only like one or two players on the pitch, like for every game. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, he's about my age, or or maybe a bit a bit younger, or what. So like when, yeah, when I see, <laughs> so when I see like Zlatan Zlatan playing like Milan for Milan and everything. I'm very happy. Yeah. I feel He's like, like the only player your yeah, age, lah. Hello, exactly. what? Every game, one or two players your age. My no, ass, la, okay. la, hello. Plus minus, I say plus minus like three, two, three years, lah. So even Ronaldo, thirty four, you know, thirty four, thirty five, still okay. This year, thirty six. Ah, you see, I'm very, still very okay. You see, I still yeah. feel oh, okay, okay. Like like my generation, I like that's what uh, you know, a footballer looks like. But then now I look at all the footballers, I feel like eh, like all very like small boy like that, lah. Yeah, is that is it is it just crazy. a look or is it like something in your in your brain that just the makes innocence, you innocence? Uh, yeah, the innocence. Something, something that you're you're probably looking in the mirror too often in your late in your, in your mid to late thirties. Then slowly your brain starts to recognize youth again, Right yeah. when, when you actually see it. <laughs> I mean, for you, given that you're a dad, yeah. there's more justification. I don't know why the fuck I'm feeling it. No, but, but I've been know? feeling it beforehand already. Then just just recently, I just keep watching games. And I'm like. Who the shit? All these people, they're so young and even some of the coaches are like younger than me and, and stuff. It's crazy, uh, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But it's rich at stage. Crazy. Uh, but I don't know about you yeah, guys if anyone else feels like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, but, my, my uh, one shock thing is uh, do you remember, do you know, you remember who Olivia Munn is? Yeah. Yeah, Olivia Munn, uh, famous for being the host of G4 TV last time and subsequently mm. she was cast as Psylocke in uh, X-Men. X-Men and she was a correspondent franchise. on the John Stewart show. Ah, yes, correct, correct, correct. So mm. uh, recently she was in the news because she, apparently there's been a spate of uh, attacks on Asian Americans in the US. And mm. so there was an old lady who was uh, seen on CCTV being attacked by pushed and and uh, thrown, uh, it means she got stuff flung at her and then she was pushed to the ground by by some uh, someone like in Flushings in New York. Uh, so mm. there was CCTV footage of that, and then uh, the guy's son apparently knows Olivia Munn, and he, I think he reached out to her and told her about the story. And so Olivia Munn took that CCTV footage and then posted it on her personal Twitter and like tag NYPD and says like, "Hey guys, we're looking for this assailant of my friend's mum. Uh, she's fine now, but you know any any useful information or leads would be would be great." And then she tags NYPD. And subsequently, they managed to arrest the guy who did who did that vile act. Huh? Oh shit! Yeah, so it's be- Olivia Munn literally became like you know she's like a real superhero. She used the influence to save save. Uh, I mean, yeah, help the weak, lah, basically, and save mm. lives. Uh. so it was pretty awesome. And uh, I think she got she got interviewed and everything as well. And uh, yeah, it's just so awesome to see like um, celebrities using the influence and social media actually being helpful to. 
to really catch a crime for once, like, you know, and not not just to so, shit on people. So, so can tell his why, like, he said no issue is ever solved on social media, right? Yeah. Yo, bro. <laughs> Trust Psylocke of the X-Men to, to reveal this Psylocke. to us, man. Olivia yeah, Munn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it was pretty awesome. Uh. But I mean, I guess, I guess that just, uh, it helps to have, uh, you know, celebrity Twitter account to, to reach out to the police. Mm-hmm. Uh. It always helps. Uh. Yeah. That is cool. But yeah, cool, man. That was uh, my one shock thing. Just go. I think there's, I, there's just an interview. They, they interviewed Olivia Munn and, and, the, and uh, the lady's son and everything. So I, it's I just a heartwarming there, moment. There was a spit. So there were other uh, Asian-American celebrities posting on social media also. The, the yeah. Asian guy from Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that guy, I can't remember his name. I just know him as the Asian guy from Lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there have been a spate of like attacks against ethnic minorities in the US. Mm. Um, I think Asian Americans, uh, most recently, there have been very, very uh, uh, visible public attacks on them, and usually because mm. Asian Americans, uh, a lot of the older generation are you know smaller size, uh, and not they might not even speak the language and all that, so might not even speak English uh, so they they get targeted quite uh, easily. So so mm-hmm. like in this case, I think the guy's mum was like, she, yeah, she's just an old mum. They were standing in line at a grocery store and then they disagreed about something and then the next thing she knew, she was being pushed to the ground. Uh. Yeah, it looks horrible. It looked horrible. Yeah. It looked yeah. horrible. Yeah. But yeah, Olivia cool. Munn. That's, Olivia that's Munn. a real superhero, uh, superhero for you. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. All right. All right. That's all for this episode and we will talk to y'all soon.